Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori. And today we are talking about reseller growing pains. But more specifically, we're chatting about how we maintain balance between business growth, family life, and everything in between. I feel like this conversation I have personally heard over and over again on various reseller-related content is definitely something we all experience at various stages of our business. For sure. Danielle and I have done our best to grow our businesses while trying to maintain some form of balance between work and life outside of work. Um, We're hoping that you might relate to some of what we have to share today. Yeah, I feel like, Lori, this is going to be another therapy session. (laughs) I mean, honestly, given the week we've both had, like, bring on the therapy session. Right. I'm I'm here for it. All right, everyone. See you at the table. Oh, welcome back, everyone. I know. Whole week off. We both needed it. That's for sure. God, like, yeah, that was like divine intervention. Like we both needed this week. We really did. Um, We missed everyone. (laughs) Yes. Um, We hope that, I hope you had some time to decompress, Daniela, spend some time with family. Um, You are the one that has never taken a week off in all of our Thrifters Villa time. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. It was, well, it was nice as it was Easter weekend too. So um, not having to worry about recording over the weekend was nice. Yeah. It feels like Easter was like a year ago, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. What was it a week ago? Yeah. Yeah. Just a week ago today. Yes. So hopefully everyone that listened to our re-released episode with Jill, where we talked about sustainable brains, we hope you liked it and enjoyed it and learned something new from it. And if you didn't listen, it's okay. We understand if <laughs> you already heard the episode. Uh, but yeah, we wanted to make sure to give you some type of content last week. And we figured why not the first ever episode of Coffee Talk? Yeah. Jill's so good too. Yes. yes. That was a good one to do. Yeah. So today we're talking about business growth and balance, which... I don't have, and I don't know if, I mean, I, I try to pretend like I have balance, but not yeah, always. I feel like I'm in the in the midst of growing pains right now, like as we speak, like wondering what my next step is. Yeah. And I think, um, and if you're a new reseller, this will happen along the way. And I think it's important for us to remember that business growth doesn't necessarily mean like monetary growth. Um, it could be changing the size of your Poshmark closet and you're growing in your inventory or maybe you're could be downsized growth. Right. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It for sure. Um, downsizing your closet or just restructuring a little bit, like mm-hmm. decide if you're cross posting, where do you want to focus? If you know, have you hired someone? Are you like adding any other strand to your business. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's all encompassing and it can go in a million different directions. Yeah. I think most people, when they hear business growth, they assume it means you're making more money, but that's not necessarily the case. Business growth could be like our friend Denali, for example, who now has a warehouse, like that's a business growth. Yeah. Um, hiring a VA, another business growth, like you said, Lori, these are all things that help you expand and grow your business to different levels that you never thought were possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know for me personally, I've had to kind of stop my business growth a little bit just because of where I'm at with work and, uh, some personal things. So I've had to really take a step back and realize that where I'm at 
is good and need to be here for a little bit longer. And my business is growing in different ways. It's not necessarily just focused on selling the clothing. Mm -hmm. And um, this is kind of where you're at. I would assume you're at too, Lori, where your business is kind of taking off in different directions. It's not just heavily focused on selling the used clothing or new clothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. And, um, and it's, it, for me, it's been, you know, where do I want to put my effort? And, and I feel like it's always like a juggling act Mm -hmm. and trying to prior prioritize what might be right in front of me. Like, for example, this time last year, I think I was heavy into closet consultations. Mm -hmm. When I first introduced it, I did like an introductory, you know, price, Um, And my prices like tripled from that just because I did so many at that level and then you weigh the time and I would think, is is it worth this amount of money for the time that it takes to prep for these calls? Could my time be better elsewhere? And and where is that? And yeah, just maintaining my YouTube channel takes an extraordinary amount of time and then um, working with brands and the podcast and I, I think right now the biggest struggle for me has been just trying to get Amazon off the ground because it is just, it's, um, it's a completely different language for me. Yeah. And what I'm trying to figure out right now is if, if I can even do Amazon um, and keep my business in other areas at the level that it's at. And I don't know what the answer is. I just learned a little bit about Amazon, merch by Amazon, which seems like a much more passive way to potentially okay. make money. Um, so I'm looking into those sort of things. Like I'm learning very quickly. Like, I don't think I want to fulfill anything by merchant. Yeah. That's more inventory. That's customer service. That's shipping things from my house. So I'm like, you know, how can I do this and not really, um, have other parts of my business suffer? And do I want to do this? Is it, is it the right fit for me? And sometimes you just don't know if something's the right fit until you're in it, you know, and that's what I'm going through right now with Amazon. Yeah. So when you say um, the aspect of Amazon you're looking at, what did you say that you're, what was it that you're going to look into doing? It's called Merch by Amazon. Okay, Merch by so, Amazon. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, so like you're designing t-shirts and oh, kind of like okay. what I did for, um, which I, I didn't even know this was a thing, but kind of like what I did for my- Spring, right? Spring, mm. yes. Okay. And they talked a lot about, uh, I'm so I'm taking a course right now. Um, and um, this was just one of our courses. So, um, you know, there's- there's what the traditional thing that people hear about fulfilled by uh, FBA or F or fulfilled by merchant merchant fulfilled. And then there's like this other part of Amazon that's merchandise that you can design, but you have to get approved for the program. I haven't even been approved yet. So I don't even know if I'm eligible to do it. And then there's um, KDP Kindle produce documents. I don't even know if, I don't even know if I have it right. Mm. Where basically you're making your own books and you're doing journals or, or whatever, like there's there's three strands to it. And, um, you know, some people don't have anything to do with the merchandise and, you know, it's just kind of what you've, and even within what I've been learning about with selling on Amazon, there's people that are big into electronics or games or hard goods. And, And what I'm finding is my comfort zone is right where you would think it is like, clothing. Like mm-hmm. I was focusing on grocery and should I get topical and beauty and all these like things that I was hoping to get ungated in. And now I'm like, you know what? I just might stay in clothes because that's what I know. That's what I'm comfortable with. So I'm just learning a lot about myself through the process and yeah. what, what direction I think I want to go in. So it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not sure it's for me yet. I, um, so something comes to mind as you're talking and it's like, 
so we see these waves happen in the reselling community. It happens in every community, but we're in the reselling community, so that's what we're going to talk about. And you see people jumping on different ships, right? So people jumping on the Amazon ship, then everyone kind of like running, like, is this what I want to do? And then you see other people jumping on the cross-posting ship and people go over there and like, oh, is this something that I want to do? And I feel like um, all of it can potentially grow your business, but it's finding out, is this really what I want to do? Is it something I can make time for? Yes, I'm not going to see maybe the monetary gains right away, but long-term, is it going to make sense for me to be here in this space where everyone else is going? Or am I just doing it because everyone else is doing it and I'm seeing it on social media kind of thing? And I think we all fall guilty in all these different aspects, right? Like I've definitely jumped on different ships, like, okay, I'm absolutely going to try to do this. And then I start doing it. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Why did I do this? Yeah. And I don't think it's like everybody's doing it. I mean, I think Amazon has been around for a very long time. Oh, yeah, no, no, Cross-posting. I mean, I do think cross-posting has been a lot because services like List Perfectly and... Um, Sorry, did you just hear oh, that? Big thing? No, it's fine. I don't, I don't know how to mute it without um, <laughs> without muting my conversation here on my computer. Um, so, lost my train of thought. Uh, talking about people jumping on different ships, Amazon cross posting. Oh, I think the rise of cross posting is a direct result of companies like Vendu and List yeah. Perfectly and in Prime Lister, and there's a bunch of them that have just mm-hmm. really, really kind of hit some critical mass. And I think that that's why that that's so much coming into play because like, you know, I have friends that have been cross listing for two years mm-hmm. and they don't use a service that it's just, that's just what they right. do. They it's do it part of their business. just part of their business. Yeah. So, but there are definitely trends and things that kind of come through. And um, I mean, look at clubhouse, like with clubhouse, we were like 24 seven for a week or two. Mm-hmm. And now I, I might be on Clubhouse twice a week. Like I, I, I don't even I think even I've been them. on in the last three weeks. Yeah. I mean, I have my resell my resellers over 40 on Friday and that's like another therapy session for me. It's just like, it's just nice. It's just, it's a very um, positive group. It's, we pick different themes every week. We have like a little group chat that we prep for. Everybody kind of comes in with different ideas. Um, so I enjoy that, but that's one hour a week, you know, right. and um, as far as what I consume, I try to catch crochets with the yeah. Pack, Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. which I don't even have that committed to memory yet. And I don't have any notifications on for clubhouse. Cause I just mentally couldn't handle them. Not a single notification when people ping me, I don't know that I'm being pinged because unless, unless I'm on the app, but I don't go on the app. So I don't know if it's just the stage we're at in reselling or if it's just the, the state of reselling 2021 that I feel completely bombarded with information and opportunities and attention distractors right now. It's just so much for me. I mean, I don't know if it's my age that I, I just can't process it all or what, but it's it's, it's actually just too much for me. Like I, I miss the days where I would just like wake up and go downstairs and take pictures and watch Netflix. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think it's an age thing because I haven't been um, that active in the last probably two or three weeks. Take away all the work stuff that I'm dealing with. Um, I just feel like it's too much. And I almost feel like it makes me not want to do stuff sometimes. It's like, I can't keep up with what everyone else is doing. Like, and even though I don't compare myself like that, subconsciously your brain kind of puts you in this place. Like, okay, everyone's doing this now. Let me go look at it and see what everyone else is doing. Even though I don't 
generally work that way. It can't help it. It's social media. It's just what it does to us. And, you know, you're scrolling, you're reading, you're looking at things subconsciously, these thoughts come into your head. Um, and I just found that I found a rhythm that works for me. I'm, you know, not traditionally sourcing like I once was. I am definitely not sourcing as frequently. Um, I'm just focusing on how do I even put this? Um, I'm focusing on my own mental health. That's that's number one. Um, but Very I'm also fine. finding the ways to make more money, doing less work, and being content with where I am and not constantly being in that I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow hmm. phase. Like I'm over that. I'm over it. Well, maybe you've just grown to where you want to be for now. That's possible too. You know what I mean? Like not everybody wants 20 employees, not everybody, you know, it's, it's whatever the model is that works for you. I feel like I approach my business differently because of my stage of life. I think I would be a lot hungrier if I were like a young businesswoman, like late twenties, early thirties, like, I don't know. I think I might have a different perspective, but I'm like in this phase of life where, you know, if Jay travels for work, and I have an opportunity to get up and go with him, I want to be able to do that. And if I had a brick and mortar, or if I had multiple employees or something like that, I wouldn't have that opportunity. You know, um, life happens. You know, I, I was really thrown for a loop when I had COVID and I was just out of commission for a month. And I was like, super grateful for this job um, that I, that I could, it was something that I could be flexible with. Um, but at the same tone and the same token, I was like, maybe this is all I can handle right now. I'm in a really good rhythm with Caitlin to the point where I said to her, she's going um, college hunting this week. She's flying down South. And I'm like, please, please don't go anywhere where you have to get on a flight. Like, isn't Worcester state good? Like it's 30 minutes away. You can work on the more local. <laughs> and she's only a junior. She's like laughing at me, but I'm already that reliant on her. Like I, yeah. You have and a good relationship with her. It's great. I mean, it's, it's, it's just works for us. You know what I mean? And she's happy and I'm happy. And it's just like, you know, she's, she's not doing a ton of extra stuff besides like, like she's doing what she does and she does it well, which is photographing and measuring and doing drafts for me. And it's, it's, and she's doing inventory with the tote scan for me. Like those are her two tasks. She's not shipping. She's not even making um, listings go live she's not putting inventory away yet. She's just tracking the old existing inventory that I have. So you know, there, there's still a lot of growth potential there, but um, it's just working right now. And it, and it's making my life easier, which is great, but yeah. it's also an expense. So I have to make that up in my sales and in other ways to make it worth it for me. Yeah. Which also comes with business growth, right? other expenses yeah. that may come into it. When I first started reselling, I didn't have many expenses. My expenses were um, the inventory that I was buying and mm -hmm. the occasional shipping item that like, you know, whether it was a poly mailer or tape or whatever, right? Like, those were right. my expenses. Expenses were minimal. As the mm -hmm. business grows, the expenses get a little bit bigger. You make some different choices. Maybe you buy a thermal label printer. Maybe you, I don't know, buy a unit to pull your shipping supplies in all that's expenses. Oh yeah. Oh, and it all adds up. When I went to get like the, th the units to put my, you know, when I was up upgrading my inventory, I needed yeah. like three of the storage towers and they were not inexpensive. I think they were actually, I think they were 50 bucks a piece. And then all my bins were like 
seven, $8 per bin, but I can fit eight bins per tower. So eight times seven. So each tower ended up being like $125 with the bins in times three. And then I needed a storage thing for my shoes, which I got at the container store, which was like 160. That was like one day, like 500 bucks, you know, boom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And these are just the things that come with it. That just, yeah. And right now Amazon is $40 a month for me. I was going to say Amazon has a fee. Amazon has a fee and I'm in, and I've paid to be in groups to learn. I've paid for the course that I'm taking. I'm in the red, probably $300 on Amazon right now. So yeah, but I mean, but if it works, right. And it's something that you end up doing and, and it grows great. And if it doesn't, well, you gain some knowledge that you didn't have before. Yeah. And honestly, like with some of the stuff that I do now, I feel like given my platform with the podcast and with YouTube, um, you know, I, I like to be a little bit knowledgeable about different things. And so even if I have a small taste of this with Amazon, I don't know how long it will last, but I mean, at least I can speak to a certain thing that I've, I've given a go. I I don't, yeah, I I can't give up yet. I'm, I think you're way too early in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm not. But I, I think what's happening right now, I was saying to Jay the other day, I'm like, I think with Amazon, it's literally a, a thing. Like I need extra hours in the day that I just don't have right now. So I was joking saying that I think that like 5.30 to 7 a.m. should be my Amazon time because typically I, you know, I'm up at 6.30, but I'm putzing around a little bit and seven is when I might start. So I'm like, I think I have to literally just create the time in a day because I'm at capacity right now. Which leads us right into our next conversation, which is how do you create the balance? Mm. How do you create that balance between work and life? And I think you just gave a perfect example is Maybe you just have to wake up earlier in the day if you want to commit to something within your business or in life, right? So maybe you want to wake up early to go work out, or maybe you want to wake up early, like you said, to, you know, look at the Amazon content that you've been reviewing and, and listen to the different lectures, or maybe you just want that time to like make a cup of coffee, sit down and everyone else is sleeping and you can just decompress Yeah. our time span or whatever it is. Maybe you listen to meditation music, you know, whatever it is, yeah. sometimes that requires kind of that in this house. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good thing. No. And also what I found like this month, I can just already see like my, the amount of items that I'm listing has significantly decreased. And I put on my story this week, a little, speaking of expenses, like things like seller insight that costs money, yep. you know, Vendu can cost money. It, it's, you know, all these services that we use mm-hmm. extra expenses, but yeah, I just took like a screenshot of my sales this week because I haven't been listing, you know, in, in the air. And it was just like a down, like a diagonal <laughs> downhill. <laughs> I did. I, I listed a little bit more, but yeah. And it's like, I find that every month, wherever my focus is like thriftless February, it's a heavy listing month, mm-hmm. you know, but then my sourcing goes away and then I'm not listing, you know, I'm sourced, I'm listing death pile stuff. So I'm not listing new, exciting things right. that draw people to my closet necessarily. So I didn't have the best month of sales in February, even though I was listing a ton, March was great for me, which I think is, was all the seed planting from February. And I, I was just speaking about this in my Q and a that I recently did on YouTube about seed planting, because I just think there's so much of that, even in growing your business, mm-hmm. like even us, like the relationships we have with different people before they come onto the podcast, right. you know, a lot of it is seed planting and relationship growing and some pan out and some don't. And 
you know, certain parts of your business pan out and in some don't. And you also get comfortable with the way you do things. So true. It's so hard then to break that habit, which also comes with finding balance because sometimes your habit isn't necessarily the best thing that you should be doing for yourself or your business. And you have to find a different way to fine tune it Mm -hmm. and find the time to create that plan to fine tune and find different ways that you know, whatever it is will work for you. I know for me personally, in order for me to commit to something, I have to put it in writing. Like Mm -hmm. I can talk about it till I'm blue in the face, but if I don't actually write it down and like formulize that plan and whether I put an alert on my phone or it's in my planner, whatever it is, it needs to be written down in some format for me to start committing to it. Um, I have a personal example. I am, I've been working with my dietitian again. So you know, go back in time when I was competitive in powerlifting, I worked with a dietitian very closely because I had to make sure I maintained certain weight and um, I had different strength goals and it required me working with someone. And now we're fast forwarding and I'm in different phase of my life and I'm not competing, but I have other health issues that I'm dealing with and I've reached back out to her and I'm working with my dietitian. Well, one of the things that I'm struggling with, struggling with right now is keeping up with my regimen of my different vitamins that I need to take, which sounds so simple, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that I'm following different areas of her protocol that she wants me to do, whether it be with food, whether it be with activity level, you know, just mm-hmm. various things like that. Um, I made a promise to her on Friday of last week that I was going to commit every morning at 6am to do X, Y, and Z. And every morning, I then text it to her to show her like, Hey, I did it. And Ooh, that's just my way of accountability. Well, right. But like, if I don't do that, I'm not going to do it. So I had to make the promise. It's written down my phone. I get it. My alarm goes off with the, and then a little notification pops up that says, you got to do this. Like you're up, do this. And I do it. And then I send her a little text like, Hey, I did it. And I send it off to her. Ooh, I like that. But that's how I commit to it. Otherwise I'm just like, Meh, I don't have to do it today. You know? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And, and when you talk about mental health and physical health as well, like I am doing the Weight Watchers thing. And one of the things that has helped me is I have two friends who are doing it and we kind of FaceTime every day and show each other recipes. And, you know, we go into the confession booth if we're into the confessional, if we've had a rough day. And yeah. But we're also sharing recipes and I think it's kind of inspiring and it's just kind of keeping me motivated. And that's been a nice little accountability um, group for me when it comes to that. Um, but, but that, you know, it, it's all part of it. It's, it's all hard, like planning for me. Like I had so many um, plans <laughs> at the beginning of the year to do like planning videos and, and do my stickers for my cricket and like all these things that I had hoped to do. And like, I find that it's been work for me to even get to my planner because my days have been a little crazy. And, you know, this year has taken a few turns that I didn't anticipate and, and I'm learning in, you know, you got to roll with everything, but Mm. that can throw off your balance. Even if you have really well laid plans, if, if there's a health crisis or if there's, you know, anything that comes up in your personal life can be hard. Personal life in general can throw lots of different curveballs at you that can then in turn affect your business, which Mm -hmm. I think is something that's important to even to talk about because everyone is always go, 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 got to make money, got to do this, got to do that, like need to grow, need to grow. 
um, need to make X amount of dollars, but sometimes life says to you, no, no, you're not doing that this week. Like this is what's going to happen. And you got to take a step back no matter what it is that life throws at you. And you have to be able, and it's difficult to do. Not everyone is able to easily do this, but to adjust to some capacity and realize that the situation that's at hand right now is what you need to deal with and everything else is just going to have to wait. And, um, I know I find myself saying to myself, like, well, no, it can't wait. I still need to do it. Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes, Danielle, you just need to wait. And whatever it is can hold off for another day or two, focus on what's really wrong right now um, and deal with that stress or that stressor that's happening in your life or situation, whatever it is, never be a stressor. Um, and then carry on, you know, when when the time is right. But it's hard when you have that, like, uh, that mentality of like, go, 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 or like, I need to do X, Y, and Z. It's very hard to find a way to deal with all the twists and turns that come with. It is. It is. And I mean, it's also that same drive though, that makes us entrepreneurs and helps yeah. to keep going. You know, like, I think we both had like some crazy personal things happen mm-hmm. this week. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That um, I don't think either one of us saw coming. And yeah. um and, you know, I usually do a video on Sunday and I just didn't mentally have it in me today to do, I, I just, I could not do it. Yeah. And, um, and I'm a little bit beating myself up for it, but then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it's okay. If I do this on Monday or Tuesday, the world is going to keep marching forward. But, you know, my, my business definitely took a backseat these past couple of days. And, um, but also I think when you run your own business, you know, I feel like sometimes, and I'm not like, if, if, if it's not your own business and you go to work and maybe you aren't perform, I mean, though there are different consequences for that. Right. But I mean, your business, it's like, it's you and you and you and you, you know, you're the, your operations, your sales, your customer service, your HR, your everything. And so you, you wear all the hats when it's your own business. And so when, when you choose to step away, that can implode to a, to a small degree, right. you know, you can't let it go. Like, for example, like, do I want to ship tomorrow after, you know, like I, I, you have to ship your items. Like it's not, it's not up for debate. You know, you, you can't not ship, you know what I mean? So it, it it's hard because you do have to take the mental break sometimes, but then you also have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going when it's your own business. So just trying to, to find your- the balance. <laughs> the balance, my friends. Yeah, it's the balance of it all. Yeah, I I definitely fall into that situation where I'm like, do I really want to ship tomorrow? Like, is that something I really want to do, or can it wait another day or two? But then I know when I do this, and I, I've done it before when I want to wait another day or two, it ends up being like four days later and it's a problem. Yeah. Like Like I've been, one of the things, I I mean, I guess instead of just talking about all the things we're not doing, um, (laughs) one of the things that I've been trying to do is when I'm working from home, if it's, if it's a day that I'm not sourcing, I've been trying to at least pull items as they sell and just put them in my office, which is where I ship from. Because once I pull them, I know they're not lost. I know that they're accounted for. I know that like printing a label is very easy. Sometimes for me, like there's a pair of boots right now that 
are MIA and it's where, and it just stresses me out. And even though like I'm, I'm getting there with my inventory, there's this pair of boots that I just can't find. And it's been a few days and I just got the reminder and I checked the box. I will ship it in one to two days, you know? And so I just need to find those, you know, but yeah, so I've been trying to pull stuff as I go. And I find that that really helps me. I definitely do that over the weekend. Like as I get sales so on Saturday or Sunday, I'll start because I don't always ship on a Saturday because it depends. Saturday is like my day to just be a human and not yeah. have to worry about anything really. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sourcing on the weekend or anything. It's like Daniela time. So I'll pick like, I don't know, like 5 p.m. on a Saturday and I'll just start pulling some of the things that sold on Friday and the things are selling on Saturday. So then when Sunday comes rolling around, most of my stuff is basically pulled. And then if I feel like it, I'll pull stuff that sold on Sunday night. And if I don't, then I know that I'll pull it on Monday, but I definitely ship all that Friday, Saturday stuff on Monday because I already have it all done. It's in a bag yeah. ready to go. And I just, it's so nice when it's just right there and then you can just like get your labels printed and yeah. And then you think to yourself, why don't I just do this all the time? Oh my gosh. What, what do we have this? Um, I think it was yesterday yesterday morning, I was up at like seven. I just couldn't sleep. And, um, you know, it was a Saturday morning. So I, I started, um, I came down and made coffee and I got to shipping right away on a Saturday morning at 7am, which is very unlike you, Lori. (laughs) Well, I mean, to get up that early on a Saturday to do, it just wasn't my typical routine. Maybe on a weekday, that's more norm. But yeah, I was done by 8.15 and then I was like, oh my gosh, like I have my entire day Mm -hmm. done and it's like exercise. It's like when you, when you have good practice and then you do it, you're like, why don't I do this all the time? You know, that walk Mm -hmm. felt so good. Like, why don't I walk every single day? Why don't I ride my Peloton every day? Like you get that feeling and it's like, just like that with shipping. Like, it's so nice to feel organized and why don't I do this every day? You know, because some days the couch is just really comfortable. So true. Some days you just don't want to, hmm. and that's fine. You know, some days you just need a break. Yeah. But then, I mean, I think the key is just like working through that stuff. And I think that most successful people, you just got to keep going. You know, um, there's a lot of things that can set you back um, in life and in your business. And and I think the people who I see who tend to be pretty successful, they work through the hard times they, they stay positive as much as they can and they do what they need to do and you just work through it. And then, you know, you come out on the other side and you learn a little bit about yourself and you might have a couple of bruises, but you're like, all right, we got this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you learn. And so like, sometimes like right now with regards to what we're talking about today with growing your business, you know, if you're finding that you're really out of sync, you know, maybe it's time to sit down and, and, and see what your priorities are. See, you know, what do I have to pay closer attention to and what can I just let go of that's not really serving me right now? And that's sometimes it's not even necessarily the stuff you want to let go of that might be that, that the, the link that is not working for you, you know, maybe it's just like not right now sort of a thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. You know, I think 
Yeah. I mean, I think that, I mean, I keep, I hate to keep bringing up Amazon since I don't really have much to say about it, but just that, I don't know if this was the best season of my life to jump into this, Yeah, but see, I can be pretty impulsive. Like if there's something that I want to do, I usually sign up and worry about things later. Like, all right, let me just do this. But see with Amazon, it costs money. So it's not like just signing up for Poshmark or, oh, well, I'll cross list to Mercari. And then if I don't, I don't it's costing money. So like that also gives me a little bit more of a sense of urgency. It also gives me a little bit more guilt if I'm not like paying attention. Right. Um, it feels like an incentive. Well, I'm paying for this. So I might as well do something with yeah, it. Yeah, true. Exactly. And, and what's really funny is I was thinking like, I was so lost with some of like the groups I've been a part of where you're in a mixed group where some people are new, but some people have just a vat so much more experience than you. And I'm sure people feel that way about reselling who might like, oh, yeah all the different terminology that we use that they've, you know, I don't know. What's an ASP, you know, like you oh, don't know what that is. Unless COG, what's COG? Not everyone yeah. knows what that is. Not everybody knows unless you're in it. And there, there are all those same sort of things in Amazon that I had, you know, um, when they're talking about stuff, they'll say CTR, CTR. I'm like, what the hell is CTR? It means clear the rack. Like if you find a bolo and you just like get it all CTR and I'm like, what are they saying? Like, I had no idea. What is Um, this acronym? Please help. Exactly. But then when I started taking my course and I was like thinking that I was so completely lost, I actually had sent in my first FBA thing. So I had that like off, you know, Mm-hmm. check that box. And there were things that they were talking about. I'm like, wait a second. I knew that already. <laughs> and because I feel so lost with my other group, yeah. that's so advanced. But when I started my course, it was like, you know, so sometimes you're probably doing a little bit better than you think you are, you know, yeah. and you're being hard on yourself, but, but yeah. So trying to find the balance is not easy, but it is important. It is. It is. I, do you think there's an aspect of your business right now, Lori, that, is easy for you to put off to the wayside and, and not forget about it, but just kind of like, Oh, I'll get to that when I get to it kind of thing. Is there like a certain area that you think? You um, I think my place? inventory has been that area, like since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm noticing it now because I'm, I've been really making an effort to pay attention to it. So like I've gone back and I've like done the tote scan where I've scanned everything in the existing bins, but then now I have all this new inventory that I've actually, so I've, I've gotten a step further. Like I don't have the piles of inventory that have been listed and photographed, but they're now like folded and put into packages. But now the packages aren't in the tote because I have to scan them first. So it's, it's like, I've gotten one step further in the process, but my, I'm realizing I have a new bottleneck now because now the tote scan is one extra step. Um, what was your question though? <laughs> I don't think that was the I'll answer. I was just asking if it was like one aspect of your business that you feel like you put off to the wayside. I figured you would say inventory, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think like there are things that I've been doing for so long that I feel like I'm pretty good at them and I have a system, like maybe it's photographing or I list really quickly, but then you notice that you start taking shortcuts or yeah. you corners a little bit when you can like do something in your sleep. And I don't want to get that way either. I want my listings to stay fresh and I want to relist when I should relist and keep those. I've noticed I've been a little lazy with um, measurements, mm-hmm. like, cause sometimes Caitlin will take measurements. If I give her my phone, she drafts them right to Vendu and she types in the measurements. If she's using her phone, if I'm using my phone for something else, she just drops the images to me Yeah, and she writes the measurements down on a separate piece of paper. 
And I'm so lazy that if I'm drafting and that piece of paper is in my basement, the measurements aren't getting put in. Yeah. Like, so I get lazy with certain things that are very rote for me, yeah. you know, things that I've been doing. But um, what about you? For me, I would say that there's two things that are easy for me to just kind of let go until I feel ready. And the first one's YouTube. And it's because I'm just, it, for two reasons. One, I like doing it, but it's not um, a main part of my business where like, it's not bringing me any money or anything. Like, not that it has to bring me money, but it's not, there's no monetary. Well, no, I mean. Anything related to it, right? So there's that. Um, the second thing is um, I just don't always have the time to just sit down and film because I have something else that I need to do within my business that requires a time that's going to make me the money. Mm -hmm. um, so there's there's that. And I enjoy doing YouTube and I'm very close to being monetized, but um, that's an easy one for me to kind of be like, I'll focus on you in, in a week or two. Like when my brain is in a better place and I can probably plan out three or four videos, that's when I'll do it. When I know if I just take an hour on the weekend, just carve out an hour and just film something and call it a day and then edit and upload it when I have time during the week. Like that's really what I should be doing, but I don't always do that. Mm. Um, the second thing is sit down and film. Yeah. Just sit down and do time. it. It's tricky. It is. The second thing is uh, inventory related, but more so with listing is because I've had such a hard time at work lately. Um, I haven't been in my usual listing routine. So usually I'd pick one night during the week where I would photograph stuff um, and then one weekend day where I'd photograph stuff and I'd be good. Like that's basically like my rotating schedule. I'd photograph, I don't know, 20 things, 30 things on Saturday afternoon and then probably be good until Wednesday and then photograph more stuff Wednesday night for a couple hours and then be good until Saturday. Like, and that was my routine. Well, I haven't been doing that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm usually photographing... 10 items and then listing one or two here and there. And I'm still making sales. I'm still successful and all of that, but it's, it's, you know, there's a little bit of a dip. I've seen a dip, you know, it's what I was just talking about with my seller insight yeah. and a decline that goes down. If, if you're not listing it, it's, and that's not to like shame either one of us for having no. a tough week. Cause we've both had a week, but like yeah. it does correlate, you know, and everybody's yeah. like, how do I grow my, grow my business? How do I do it? How do I do it? I'm like, you just freaking list your ass off. Like just it's list true. your face off. You list, you really relist, whatever it is, improve your listing, whatever it is, you got to do it. And you got to show that activity on there. Yep. But those are the two things that are easy for me to just kind of be like, well, I'll get to it and I get to it. But then when I go back and I look, I'm like, oh, why is my pending balance only whatever X amount of dollars? Right. Well, you haven't put in the work, so don't anticipate to see the reward. Yeah. Um, and then same with YouTube. You know, why haven't my watch hours gone up in the last two weeks? We haven't uploaded anything. So why would your watch hours go up? You know, videos eventually they, they level off right? Um, when time goes on. Some people are watching things go viral, but I mean. That's very rare though. I mean, is, especially in our community, it's reseller related. It's, it's very niche. It's different. Yeah. I mean, Danielle, I have released 220 videos. You know how many have gone viral? Zero. Yeah. Zero. My most, I mean, my most watched video has 18,000 views, which I'm not, you know, it's not bad, but I mean, there are plenty of people in the reselling community who have YouTube channels who have maybe even less videos than me that have gone viral. And, you know, I just have never had one. So it's been a, it's a grind. It's a, it is. it is a grind. And I think I just, um, got into a routine with it. And it's like anything, it's just like, and if like, 
obviously inventory isn't a big part of, hasn't been made part of my routine, which is why I've struggled for so long. But I think once something is part of the routine, mm-hmm. you know, and even if you do have a routine, it's because, you know. Yeah, it changes, things happen. The routine goes awry, you know, it is. Yeah. It is what it is. So. But those those are definitely my my pain points, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we all have them. It's sure. a matter of being, I think, honest with yourself too. I think the more honest you are with yourself and the things that you struggle with and trying to find, I don't know, a method or, or, or people you can surround yourself with to help you kind of get through them and strategize with, um, you know, you can work through it. Not, not everything, balance can happen, but you have to be willing to create that balance too and have that understanding that nothing's perfect. And sometimes balance means you shut everything off for a day. And I mean, growing pains aren't necessarily bad, you know, they could be amazing. Yeah. And one of the things that Jay and I often talk about, if those of you who are new, Jay is my husband, if you're just tuning in for the first time, um, (laughs) he talks about like, you know, work or anything, losing weight or whatever, you know, you think that your growth is just like diagonal heading Mm -hmm. up in one direction over time, you know, it looks like that, but you know, there's a lot of like where, you know, you have this huge increase and then a big dip and then maybe you plateau and then maybe you increase a little bit and then it's gradual. Like over time, if you keep putting in the work, it's, it's that it's going to go up in that direction, but it, but it's just, it's just not that smooth sailing with any of it. I mean, look at businesses, for example, look at Amazon perfect example. Amazon started in a garage, like most other big, you know, corporate companies that are out there. It definitely wasn't easy for Jeff Bezos in the beginning, you know, like they, it was, it was difficult. Same with the, with eBay CEO, it worked the same way. Now they're enormous corporations with, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of employees and Mm -hmm. it's different, but there, I'm sure if you looked at their growth chart, it'd be all over the place, up, down, sideways, you know, I mean, it is what it is. That's just part of it. And that's with anything, whether you're learning a new skill, you know, maybe you're learning how to swim. Maybe you're learning how to use a cricket, which Lori, have you even opened your cricket yet? No, I haven't. I haven't opened <laughs> You're so it. excited too. I was so excited. <laughs> learning a new hobby, your bullet journaling, all that kind of stuff. The, yeah. the growth of all that is ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, it's good to have interest. Like I'll get back to it. They're all there. The cricket's there. It's not going anywhere. But see, see, now that's a perfect example of something that um, I was really excited about. And then I just didn't make it a priority. And I wanted to do like stickers for my business with that. But then I still managed to do the, the, the Teespring. You know, so like if you, if you do your goals and you have 10 items on a list and maybe you only get to five, I mean, it's better than not getting to any, you know, and it's good okay. to have goals and it's good to challenge yourself. And um you know, sometimes you just have to regroup and see where you want to prioritize and, and put your energy and go in a different direction sometimes. Let's talk about the one aspect of all this that we haven't discussed yet, and that's family. Mm. Finding, though you can speak to the children's side of this, mm-hmm. finding the balance, being an entrepreneur, having your own business and having children who, and now you have three, that have very different schedules that do all different things that come and go at different times. Mm. Um, How do you balance all of that with a growing business 
And then, I mean, this could relate to younger children as well, but Lori's going to speak to her experience that her children are older. And then have you ever found yourself struggling with that? Like, I want to be here and do this for Rocco, for example, but I really need to get this done because it's sponsored video and it needs to go out. Right. Um, that is a good question. I mean, I, I have a different set of challenges now that the kids are older. Yeah. I feel like my biggest challenge right now is, is being present when I'm present. Like, yeah. um, there's a lot of like laptop on the couch activity, watching movies or whatever, but I'm not like fully engaged. And I, I think that's been my biggest problem as the kids have gotten older. Cause when they're little, they don't really give you the option. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? Like attention. <laughs> they demand your attention. But I think yeah. when they're older, it's easy to be like, oh, you know, do you mind fixing yourself some macaroni and cheese for lunch if I didn't make a lunch for you? Or, mm -hmm. you know, sure, let's watch a movie. And then Rocco will say, did you see that scene? That's a really important scene. I'm like, oh, can you replay it? You know, like, yeah. there's, and then I feel bad sometimes and whatever. But, and then with COVID, I, I mean, it's just like no other year. Um, prior to COVID, my kids were much busier. I mean, Prior to COVID, Rocco played baseball. Angelina was dancing. They're, you know, getting their license and stuff like that. But then, like, I feel like Angie's senior year, COVID hit, and then everybody was home. Yeah. So it was, like, a totally different sort of juggling. But, like, for example, last week, we did go to the Poconos, and we met the two college students. Yeah. They drove a couple hours. We drove a couple hours, and it was so, so nice. Um, and that was really nice for us. And, and the kids actually – Angie was actually saying, like, I think I want to come home it's been a while. And we said, you know, I feel like sometimes when you come home, we all do it. Like there's this big homecoming and then they go to their rooms, they close the doors, they FaceTime their friends. We go back to doing what we do. Yeah. And then the weekend goes by and then they're going back to college. And so like by going away, it almost forced us. We brought out the board games and, you know, nice. we cooked and yeah. it was really nice. Um, but it is difficult. And like, I, I don't even know. I, um, it's, it's, it's difficult with the kids who are, who are older. Um, I, I find that for me with the teenage student, it's best for me to wake up early and get as much as I can done mm. before he's up, you know, because yeah. Rocco's the most low maintenance of my three. So I actually feel like I have it pretty easy right now. Um, yeah. compared to like Boy. when I, when I started, I mean, August will be three years for me doing this, like formally, mm -hmm. you go back three years, Anthony was you know, finishing his freshman year in college. Angie was a junior, didn't have her license yet, still dance. No, she wasn't dancing anymore, but she was running track and field. Rocco was basketball and baseball, confirmation classes and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So things have gotten much easier for me recently. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's hard because I'm not really good at putting the computer down. Here we are Sunday night at 923. I'm still working. I know. I know it's bad. I find the same thing now. I don't have children yet, but I do the same thing. Matt will be watching a movie and I'm like, and he says, oh, you're going to come in here. You're going to watch a movie with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm doing something on my phone. I'm listing, I'm editing photos, I'm doing whatever. Um, and I'm not paying attention to anything that's going on on the TV. It's so bad. Uh, just technology in general is such a distraction, but I also... I know my limits with it, but at the same time, like, I feel like I need to constantly be on and working and doing all the things I need to do. Um, one of the things that I've done to create a little more balance, and this is not resale related, but 
my full-time job related is deleting the Outlook app on my phone so that I'm not tempted to look at my work emails over the weekend. Um, and I try to do it on weeknights, but I have a harder time because I need to know what I'm walking into in the morning sometimes. Uh, so that's harder for me. But the weekend one was like a definite, you are like signing out, delete the app and then reinstall it on Monday kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've done that with Instagram before. I've done it with all different apps. It's hard though, because we have just grown accustomed to having them as a part of our life. Yeah. It's it, difficult. It is hard. But for me, family is, and, and Lori, you as well, you know, family is very important. It's just our upbringing. It's part of our culture. Family is a big part of everything that mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. um, and whether it be holidays, birthdays, it doesn't matter. Family's just, you know, you make that time for it. And that's what my Sundays are. My Sundays are always dedicated to family and my Saturdays too, but Sundays are the definite like family day. And uh, during the week, it's I try to make as much time as I can to make sure I check out my sister, my mom, my grandma. You know, I you, know, you try to be Wonder Woman and do it all. Um, but that's also that also can cause a little bit of burnout too, because you feel like you have to dedicate all this time to family, and then you don't dedicate time to other things that you want to do, and then you totally forget about yourself because you you yourself are in this equation as well. And mm -hmm. self care is also very important. Um, finding time for that because that's definitely something that since I started reselling, I've almost stopped, which is awful. Um, I feel like reselling can just consume you in different ways where I used to get massages every two weeks. I used to get my nails done every two weeks. I used to like get my hair done every, you know, six to eight yeah. weeks, so just little things like that, which COVID obviously stopped a lot of that too. Um, but like trying to incorporate a little bit more of that stuff into my life, um, my just, favorite thing is a bath. Do you ever take yes, baths? Oh, Epsom salt bath. They're baths. so simple. They're just yeah. so simple and they're free. And like, it's just like such a reset button for me. And I found like when all else fails, you know what I mean? I can take yeah. a bath. <laughs> I yeah, love it's it. true. But finding those little moments to have self-care, I think is important. Just as important as to spend time with family. It doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be about work. <laughs> it doesn't have to be work 24 seven. Um, if you're a Capricorn like me, you work is always on your brain, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, but yeah, I do. That's definitely something that I want to try to implement more going forward is just going back to those little self-care things that I enjoy doing. And maybe it's just, and my dietitian, I had the same conversation. Maybe it's just going for a 10 minute walk every day. Like I'm mm -hmm. not committing to 30 minutes. I'm not committing to doing a full workout for an hour. I'm committing to just 10 minutes a day to stand up and just go for a brief walk without my phone. Well, I'd have my phone on me, but like not look at my phone. Right. Um, just kind of be one with nature now that the weather is nicer so and nice. just enjoy the surroundings and not have that urge to like pick this thing up and look yeah. at it, you know? Yeah. One of the things that Jay and I do that has really worked for us and it makes me feel like such an old couple, but, um, well, one is Jay walks the mall and I tease him about it all the time, um, but I didn't really enjoy walking the mall as much, but he would do it because he's at a desk all day, even though he's home. And so he would just need to get the heck out. But, you know, we have two dogs and Lucky is 15 years old. Tomorrow is Lucky's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Lucky. He's so old and, you know, his back legs are failing him, but Lulu still has a lot of spunk. So we would find that when we took them on walks, Lucky just doesn't have the same yeah. amount of energy. And um, so we started just literally walking around my house, Daniela. And oh. 
We will do like five laps, 10 laps, and Lulu will like hustle. Like she runs back and forth and back and forth. We throw things. We're obviously not on a leash because we're just walking around our house. We got a couple hills. And like sometimes we'll lap lucky. Like we'll go around once and he'll be in the same spot and we'll be like, hey, buddy. And then he'll join us on the next walk or he'll get distracted in the backyard. But like we come back and it, it's it's just what you said. It's like 10 minutes and it's just what we need. The dogs are a little tuckered out. We got the old man outside. Um, and it's really, it works for us. And sometimes we'll be like, oh, should we go walk the, the bike trail or whatever? And that just seems like so much work. Like we're like, but but we can walk the yard and we'll be done in 15 minutes. And like, oftentimes Jay's like, I got a one o'clock call and I'll have something that's going on. And so we'll, we'll have like this 40 minute window. We're like, well, what do we want to do? And I'm like, let's just walk around the house. It's just so easy. We're never sad when we do it. Yeah. Sometimes if we leave to take a walk, we're like, what time is it? Hurry up. What time do you have to be back? Is this a call that I can start on the phone? Do I have to be home? Is it a video call? Like it adds stress. So if we walk around the house, it's pretty simple. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I I was doing that when I first moved into this apartment complex. We're on the fourth floor. So there's a lot of stairs, but we we have an elevator. So lazy me takes the elevator usually when I'm coming upstairs. But I do I what I do sometimes is I'll take I'll take the stairs. If I want to do my exercise, right? I don't want to go outside because the weather's not good or whatever. I'll go down the stairs on the side that I'm on, then walk the hallway and go up the stairs on the other side and kind of loop and do that a few times. Oh, I like that. Kind of like move my legs. Yeah. It's like the the equivalent of walking the mall. Yeah, yeah, basically what I do, but like finding those little moments, all of that's part of balance. All that's part of growing pains. All that's just part of the whole conversation that we're having. Mm-hmm. Find time yeah. for yourself too. Yep. I don't think we do that enough sometimes, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm not bad. I'm not bad at pampering myself. Yeah, I am. I'm <laughs> awful are. at it. Um, I'm awful at it. And it's because I just, I get stuck in one mode. Yeah. Bad. One of my priorities is my skin. I think I'm going to start. Actually, I have an appointment tomorrow Ooh. with um, one of Angie's best friends from dance is in school to be an esthetician. Very nice. She needs like her hours mm-hmm. and her mom is my, also my hairdresser. So they just added a little room where I got my spray tan. So they yeah. do spray tanning and they do, they bought a bed. So uh, Lily can do her facials. So um, I'm going to start doing facials with Lily and it's like practice for her. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I probably wouldn't normally do if I had to like make the appointment and like go somewhere else. Like it's just easy because they're friends. Um, So I'm excited for that. But facials are the best. Yes. I haven't had one in a very long time, but they're very relaxing. Yes. You will enjoy it. I think so. All right. That's it. (laughs) I think that's it. Didn't solve any world problems or anything. No, but it's real talk. And this is what we all, I mean, this is what Lori and I experienced. And hopefully you guys resonate with it as well. As well. And maybe you found some commonality and you share the same struggles that we do. Not sure we offered any solutions today, but it's no. good. To- <laughs> but I think it's good to acknowledge them, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. And it's good. To, and like we said, growing pains are not bad. Um, you just got to. I think prioritizing, like carving out time to prioritize to see what, which, which ones are worth the pain <laughs> and yes. which ones aren't. Let worth it, what's not create your plan, strategize, find a group of people that you can talk it through with and just do it. it. Do whatever works for you. That's right. All, All right, right, everybody. Well, it's good to be back. Yeah. Until next time. All right, everybody. Bye. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining us. See you later. 
Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. This is just a reminder that Thrifters Villa's Patreon is officially live. You can find us on patreon.com backslash Thrifters Villa. It is just $5 a month where we're going to offer you bonus content, extra episodes, a free downloadable a month, and live events. So make sure to check us out there and we will see you next week.